I'm Sid. And I'm Jess. And this is the book boyfriend project with just me. (laughs) (laughs) We're leaving that in. (laughs) Just had a brain fart. It's fine, guys. It's fine. Um, It's been it's been a long day. Yeah. Today's episode is going to be the second installment of our YA Rewind series, and today. Jess is going to read, or well, she's already read it, she's going to discuss Anna and the French Kiss. So I chose Anna and the French Kiss for Jess because that book just holds such a special place in my heart. Um, When I was in high school, that book kind of made its way around my friend group, kind of like Traveling Pants, and um, it just really, it holds a lot of really good memories for me after all my friends and I read that book. Of course, we were in like eighth grade. We were like, when we graduate, we're going to go to Paris before we realized how much it actually costs to go to Paris. Also, we don't speak French, but that was a minor detail at the time. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like I just come back to this book in times of my life that like are very tumultuous and there's lots of change happening and I feel like, ah, and I just like come back to this book and it's like a warm hug from an old friend. And so I wanted Jess to read it and I'm a little bit nervous <laughs> for her to read it. <laughs> you should be. You tore apart Twilight. It has so many issues. It has so many issues. Okay, well, this one has some issues of its own. I, so. I, I will concede that fact, but it's still magical. So, as we did with the Twilight series, we're going to insert a couple of Jess's check-ins. She only did, ended up doing two, which is fine. We'll just discuss the last half of the book right now. Um, but let's hop into the first check-in. Okay, guys. So, I have now finished... of Anna and the French Kiss, and I gotta tell you guys, I have some mixed feelings. So Anna and the French Kiss is about this girl whose father is kind of like John Green. He writes like romance stories where one of them have, you know, like those like fatal diseases and stuff like cancer, and she's very annoyed with him because he's decided to send her to an American boarding school in France without getting her giving her a choice. Um, so while there, she meets Meredith, who kind of takes her under her wing and kind of shows her the ropes of Paris, and she gets to meet Meredith's friends St. Clair, Josh, and Rashmi. Josh and Rashmi are dating, and St. Clair is technically dating Ellie, who is a year ahead of the other ones, and is in university. And so, St. Clair and Anna start doing this, like, best friends to lovers kind of dance. Obviously, like, Anna says she still has a crush on Toph, but... She keeps going on and on about how St. Clair's hair is so, so beautiful. And St. Clair is doing this weird, like, friendly flirting thing where it could be, like, he's just friendly and flirty with everyone, but I don't think it's that because, I mean, it's a romance story and they're obviously the leads. So, um, there's that. Anna is in France and she doesn't know how to speak French so she is very hesitant to order any type of food there and then you know St. Clair decides that they are going to go adventuring in Paris one night and 
they go to the point zero of France, which is apparently where all of the other French roads are measured from. And then you find out that St. Clair is scared of heights. And at the very end of this chapter, you meet Ellie. And she is a very interesting character in that she, like, I don't know how to describe her because she's just very overpowering, I feel like, to St. Clair's personality. So she's just, like, coming out of the dorm when they get back from going to see Point Zero, and she's just like, oh, let's, like, go out, and she doesn't even, like give St. Clair an option. She's just like, we're going, basically, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But anyways, that's what I have for this first 25% check-in, and I'm excited for the next 50%. Thanks. All right, so after the first 25%, as I said, I had some very mixed feelings about this, mainly because St. Clair being the main lead, the main love story, um, like he was in a relationship with Ellie and I just, I, I can't get behind like a love story that kind of starts out with one of them in a relationship. And like, it would have been different if like him and Ellie had broken up at like the 50% mark, but like they didn't, spoiler alert guys, they didn't, they didn't break up to like last 25% of the book, which I was very annoyed with, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, like, I totally understand that, like, she had, you know, a crush back in the States with Toph, and, you know, like, her and St. Clair built this beautiful friendship, and, like, I loved their friendship. Their friendship was amazing, and he, like, helped her with attempting to order food, and, you know, he attempted to help her with all of these other things, and when you know, Meredith was busy, and when Rashmi and Josh were, you know, hanging out and together, like, him and Anna would still have this, like, friendship thing that she could fall back on when the rest of the group was busy, but I just, I didn't like the way that he flirted with her while still being in a relationship with Ellie. It rubbed me the wrong way. It still does. Yeah, you keep telling me that, but I still can't be upset about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like I will just forever have rose-colored glasses about this book. You will. It's fine. Yeah. Also, I hated the way that you described the characters. I feel like you did not do enough describing. Okay, well then describe them better. Okay, well, so Anna is from Atlanta, Georgia. She has a bleach blonde streak in her brown hair. And she has a passion for movies. She, well, part of the reason why she was so upset that she had to go to France is she had this amazing job at a movie theater um, where she could get into movies for free at a discounted price so she could write reviews for her, for her um, film review blog. And Toph, as you kind of briefly mentioned, worked at this movie theater and they were having like, this weird little flirtation. Okay, it wasn't weird. They were having this flirtation chip before she left. St. Clair is English and also French and American, because you have to be American to go to the School of America in Paris. He's very charming. He's short, and he has messy hair. <laughs> and Meredith is very eclectic. She has, like, big blonde curly hair. I believe it's blonde. Okay, I don't know what color her hair is, but it's big and curly. 
and she has a very eclectic room. We kind of get a little preview of her room when um, Anna spends her first night in the dorms at School of America in Paris, and it's, like, covered in, like, Beatles posters, and she wears, like, all these rings all the time, and then Rashmi and Josh are kind of polar opposites, even though they're together. Josh is very, like, laid back and very artistic, and I feel like Rashmi is very much, like, on top of her stuff and more analytical, and so we kind of see that clash a little bit throughout the book. Mm-hmm. There you go. I feel like it's a better description. Okay. So now that <laughs> Sid has neurotically ex- explained her favorite characters, um, let's hop into the second check-in. Alrighty, guys. We are back for the second Anna and the French Kiss check-in. I have now finished 50% of the book, and Anna has started consciously treating St. Clair as only a friend, because of meeting Ellie, she now has a face to put to his girlfriend, and so she feels more wrong about the way that she was behaving before. And then Anna sort of tricks the group into going to see It Happened one night at the movie theater for the first time so that she can kind of witness how they act and how they order things and so she kind of will be able to go back to the film and the movie theater herself which I forgot to mention in my first check-in Anna is actually an aspiring film critic she has her own website and everything and she is very snobby I kind of think about what kind of cinema she finds interesting And then we find out that Josh's dad is actually a senator, which I thought that was super interesting. And then uh, St. Clair ends up getting her a Canadian fabric patch for her backpack so that she doesn't worry so much about being American and the French hating her. In this scene, we also see his room for the first time, which is very neat for a boy and... Anna is very impressed by this because she's kind of an obsessive neat freak. And then Anna begins actually going out and seeing Paris by herself and with different friends and she starts a routine of watching movies at the theater three or four times a week. And then Dave, which is a junior that she takes entry-level French with, kind of tricks her into giving him her, like, film notebook, and they're talking about going to, well, she's talking about how she's going to Texas Chainsaw Massacre that night, and then they get in trouble in French. And then at lunch that day, he decides he's going to ask her out, and he presents her with an eclair, and it's a very, very dramatic way. He gets down on one knee. And you can see that St. Clair gets very, very annoyed with this and kind of tells him to bugger off, basically, which I thought was very, very funny and cute. And then a little bit later on, Rashmi and Josh reveal that they saw Ellie and St. Clair arguing in front of the Metro, which is big news. And she starts thinking about the possibilities if Ellie and St. Clair, you know, break up. And then... This scene, this next scene, really, like, broke my heart. 
and made me tear up a little. So the group decides to have a picnic in a cemetery on Halloween, and there is a statue that if you rub the um, male's parts, it is supposed to increase one's fertility. So St. Clair and Anna go to this statue, and Anna ends up revealing to St. Clair that she is a virgin. And then the group catches up to them, and St. Clair gets a phone call from his mother, and it kind of is revealed that she has been diagnosed with cervical cancer. So then Josh and St. Clair end up getting totally hammered that night, and St. Clair reveals to Anna that he likes her as more than a friend, and then he proceeds to puke on her. At this point, Ellie shows up because, I mean, she's been off at a party with her phone basically turned off on Halloween and her boyfriend's world's just been turned upside down and then she gets all pissy with Anna for taking care of him and St. Clair is confused in his drunken state and doesn't want her there and he's like well why is she there and he like looks at Anna and he's like Ellen's not supposed to be here which I thought was really funny but obviously just pissed Ellie off a ton. And then, so, basically, the entire school ends up finding out that St. Clair's mom has cancer, and then his father is refusing to let him come home until Thanksgiving, which makes St. Clair spiral into very bad behavior. He starts skipping classes, he barely hangs out with anyone, he starts spending all of his dinners with Ellie, and then his father decides that he can't come home for Thanksgiving because he's being irresponsible. So both Anna and him end up alone at the school for Thanksgiving. They end up going and walking along and they go to the Pantheon and they see all of these dead statues and they find some place in Paris to eat a Thanksgiving dinner and Anna asks about his mom and how she is feeling and throughout this conversation she ends up revealing how much she's done research on cervical cancer and this seems to really touch St. Clair, and he's very thankful for it. Then when they get back to the dorms, he actually ends up telling her that he doesn't want to be left alone, and they end up going to Anna's bedroom and falling asleep together. And I'll tell you guys, I had some very, very mixed feelings about this, because he has a girlfriend, and now they're sleeping in a bed together, and, like, I don't... I, uh, I just have issues with this. I have issues. So, so many issues. But that is all for this check-in, and I will catch you guys when I check in for my 75%. Okay, so after that last check-in, just irritated with St. Clair. I'm very irritated with St. Clair, but I also have so many feelings for him. Like, also... A little irritated that you didn't mention that oh yeah one of their parents is gonna end up with cancer like I feel like that's a trigger warning that everyone in our situations forgot. should have I um forgot. a I started crying at work it was not fun um b I hate St. Clair's dad with a passion oh, absolutely. He's I want to put him through a wood chipper I hate him we hate him <laughs> um I hate him so 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 much mm-hmm. uh we all hate him like what dad makes their child stay at school and then prevents them from coming home over a holiday weekend when their mother has cancer just because oh yeah you left him at school after this news and he spiraled out of control like a freaking 17 18 year old is going to do Mm -hmm. like he has no sympathy i hate him i hate him i just want him to die 
He's the worst. Unfortunately, and I he to does do not die. <laughs> many torturous things to this man. Um, red hot rage towards him. Yes. Throughout this entire book, it doesn't get better, guys. It it does not get better. No, he just mega sucks. Um. So Saint Clair is now sleeping in Anna's bed, which, I mean, like I totally get not wanting to sleep alone, and he hasn't like. It describes him as having like really dark circles under his eyes he looks very haggard and he definitely hasn't been sleeping well which i get i wouldn't be either but he also like has a girlfriend like i don't like i can't i know i'm very stuck on this girlfriend thing but also i feel like all of the stuff that he engages in with anna while still having a girlfriend contributes to his moral character and at this point like his moral character does not seem great Okay. as like a boyfriend like he's an amazing <laughs> friend don't get me wrong like he's an amazing friend and I don't think he's a bad person but also like I think it shows something of him as like a boyfriend material and I don't think he's very good boyfriend material at this point at this point no but I also feel like they're extenuating circumstances right here with his mom and he's just like absolutely devastated and I get that and that's why I'm like not like as harsh on this as I would be in other circumstances but also like it's just a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. So, Jess didn't record any more updates, so we're just going to kind of talk through the rest of the book. Uh-huh. So, over the Thanksgiving weekend, they actually stay together. They continue to explore Paris. They continue to sleep in Anna's bed together. And they end up going to this bookstore, and, you know, Anna sees the new book that her father has released. And this one is about the woman dying of cancer, and she tries to hide this from you know St. Clair because she doesn't want him to think that her father even though he does he doesn't want she doesn't want him to think that he like gets off on perpetrating this pain and like profits from this mm -hmm. and so St. Clair is basically like no like don't worry that's your father that's not you I'm not going to judge you on your family yeah and then St. Clair ends up buying her this book of poetry and later like he kind of like you know, describes it as, like, a book of poetry that she would have had to read for their English class for the next semester anyways. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't actually, like, tell her, oh, yeah, it's, like, a book of love poetry. And Anna, being little Miss Naive Anna, doesn't oh. actually, like, look at it. She doesn't notice it, which, you know, becomes a later, like, point. Mm -hmm. And then so after Thanksgiving ends, St. Clair and Anna end up being very distant toward e towards each other. All of the bonding and everything that went on during Thanksgiving, kind of, they just kind of drift apart again, mm -hmm. and, you know, they have this scene in the lunchroom where the group is all kind of talking about which colleges they have done, done you know, applied for, and all of this stuff, and, you know, St. Clair doesn't input on these discussions, which we figure out later on that it's because his dad is trying to control where he goes to college, and mm -hmm. he wants him to stay in you know France but that's not what Sinclair wants so then they are you know shopping for Christmas presents and you know they are like done with their shopping and everything and then Meredith is like so hey what'd you get Ellie for Christmas and then St. Clair gets this like oh shit look on his face mm -hmm. and like he hasn't gotten anything for Ellie for Christmas so they like go find something for Ellie and then they start talking about like their flights back to the states and it turns out that Anna and St. Clair 
are actually on the same flight at 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Although Anna ends up sleeping in on that day and St. Clair has to come and wake <laughs> her up. Which St. Clair takes great, great pleasure in because, I mean, duh. I love the like, scene so much. It makes me so happy. Anna, it's like, Anna's described as she's wearing, like, these Batman pajamas. She's got, like, pimple cream on her face. She's only, like, half-packed. And I just feel her inner franticness in this moment. Yeah, and it's, I felt like this was, like, a very, like, clashing point. Because Anna is described, like, throughout this entire book, I feel like she's, like, that put-together, like, very obsessive, everything-has-to-be-in-its-place type A personality. And in this moment, like, she forgot to set her alarm or the alarm went off and she like didn't recognize it or whatever and she's just like completely out of place and she panics like she just panics guys Mm -hmm. and she's like help me pack help me pack help me pack like let me get dressed and everything and St. Clair is like okay I will finish packing you breathe (laughs) breathe you go get dressed Mm -hmm. so then like they figured out they make it to the thing on time and when Anna gets back to the states you know well actually first off they weren't technically like, they didn't plan the flight together. <laughs> so they weren't technically, like, boarding at the same time, and they weren't technically sitting next to each other. So St. Clair, after Anna boards, and after, like, everything's, like, settled down, and I'm not sure if it's before the plane takes off or yeah. afterwards. It's before. It's before. So mm-hmm. St. Clair comes over, and he, like, taps the business guy that Anna is sitting next to, and he's like, yeah, sir, can I actually switch spots with you? Because that's my pregnant girlfriend, and she's having a lot of morning sickness, so I would just feel much, much better if I could just, like, sit next to her, and then he's like, I'm seated in this seat, and so then St. Clair and Anna end up sitting next to each other, mm-hmm. and I just thought that scene was, like, very funny. I loved it. It was. I feel like this is a pivotal point in their friendship, too, because until then, they've been very standoffish towards each other. Well, Anna had been really standoffish to um, St. Clair, and I feel like the plane is where they kind of fall back into that rhythm of their friendship and the witty back and forth and the banter and all of that. See, at this point, I think it's, like, during Thanksgiving, they were, like, very close and everything, and then once they get to this, like, trip to go home for Christmas, I felt it was, like, like, that in-between time as St. Clair was feeling guilty, A, for, like, sleeping with Anna, and B, he didn't want to, like, let on to his friends how close they had grown during that weekend, Mm -hmm. and Anna kind of just, like, accepted his distance and didn't really fight against it or anything, Mm -hmm. and so I felt like that was kind of where it was. Mm -hmm. So then Anna gets home, and on the night that she returns, the band that her friend Bridget, which is her, like, best friend from back in the States, has joined her crush's band, Toph, and so they've been practicing, they're this, like, rock band thing, and it's their first, like, actual performance mm-hmm. of On the Night That She Returns. Mm-hmm. So, Anna, like, her car isn't working because her mom's, like, forgot to take her out, take it out and drive it and everything, so she ends up having to call her ex-boyfriend, Matt, and they were, like, friends beforehand, so they've, like, kind of returned to that friendship a little bit. Mm-hmm. And his new girlfriend drive her to the gig. And then at the, like, the gig goes great. And then at the very end of the gig, Toph is like, oh, yeah, and, like, the hot drummer, like, you can't bang her because I already am or something like that. And, Mm -hmm. oh, guys, my heart kind of broke for her in this moment. But also the second she, like, set Bridget up to join this band, I was like, yep, next time you see them, they're they're going to be together. Like, they're going to be together. Like... And so, honestly, I was kind of just waiting for that moment when Bridget told Anna, Mm -hmm. but instead Bridget hid it from Anna, and, 
Like, that was a really bad move on Bridget's part. I was mm-hmm. very, very annoyed with her. Mm-hmm. And I felt Anna's pain in this moment. Like, Anna definitely took it out of proportion, and she shouldn't have let a guy come in between them as much as she did. No. But, but also, it was a little bit of a It was betrayal. a <laughs> very big betrayal on her part. So, Anna spends the rest of her break being mad at Bridget and not talking to Bridget. They don't make up by the time she leaves. And, you know, like... Uh, she tells St. Clair about this, and her and St. Clair start emailing back and forth a ton. I love these emails so much. They make me so happy. (sighs) Christmas break, like, I loved Christmas break, and it almost made me forget that he still had a girlfriend, and I was very happy, and, like, I loved this, and I started seeing, like, their actual, like, love story come to life in Mm -hmm. these emails in this moment. And I wanted to come back in January and have him end it with Ellie like even if he like I don't think he should have started anything up with Anna mm-hmm. in this moment but I just wanted him to be like okay obviously like I have feelings for Anna I need to like be alone for a little bit and figure out my own stuff and everything but like that's not what happened no <laughs> so they end up spending multiple hours on the phone for New Year's Eve he doesn't end up like calling Ellie or anything and so uh it was just, I I loved it. Mm-hmm. So Anna's parents end up finding fighting a lot during Christmas and kind of throughout her stay, and she's had this like bad time with Bridget. So by the time it rolls around for her to get on her flight to France, she is ecstatic to go back to France, and you know she kind of realizes that she is in love with Saint Clair at this moment because she like notices his mannerisms or notices the way he's talking or something and she's like oh my god how could I have missed it I've fallen in love with this boy mm-hmm. I want I want to insert something right here really quick um I feel like all throughout Anna's visit back home over Christmas break I feel like this is a really big point of personal growth for her because at the beginning of the book when she's left in France on her own she's like immediately panicking and <laughs> for her to feel comfortable and excited to go back to France I feel like that's a really big personal growth achievement Mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah okay sorry continue <laughs> no like I left that and I don't know I felt like her choice of college to like be in like California and everything at the end was a big indicator of her personal growth as well mm-hmm. that she didn't like stick in Georgia or anything I think in the beginning she had planned to go to California but somehow I feel like the Anna of the beginning of the book maybe wouldn't have made that trek to California on yeah. her own yeah. Whereas the Anna at the end of the book is, like, completely comfortable with it. hmm And then, so, St. Clair ends up buying a banana bead for her for Christmas um, at, like, a shop in California or whatever when he was with his mom. And, you know, it's a, it's something that her and Bridget do. They get, like, bridge-themed things or, like, Anna's nickname is, like, Anna Banana. So, like... Bridget's always gotten her, like, banana-themed or, like, elephant-themed things because her last name is Oliphant. So, it's just something that her and Bridget had. And, you know, St. Clair ends up buying her this banana bead because, like, her and Bridget are, like, on the outs and everything. So, mm-hmm. it just, you know. I feel like that was a very thoughtful gift and it was very indicative of the fact that, like, she was really on his mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love... When people get, like, those tiny, like, gifts, like, tiny, itsy-bitsy little trinkets mm-hmm. that are, like, oh, yeah, you were on my mind. Like, oh, if you're, like, going to the gas station, you just pick up, like, their favorite candy bar or, like, 
you know, you pick up their favorite, like, treat or, like, their favorite magazine when you're checking out with groceries or something. Like, mm-hmm. those kinds of things, I feel, speak way more volumes than, like, those, like, big prom proposals at, like, a sports center or anything else. Like, I feel like those, mm-hmm. like, little things mean so much more yeah. than, like, big productions. Yeah, I agree. So, that made me really happy at this part. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the next chapter is kind of just filled with Anna lamenting about her feelings for St. Clair and how she can figure out more information on his relationship with Ellie. So, that was kind of, like, a little annoying chapter that had to be there because he was technically still in a relationship, which I still have issues with. But, I'm kind of on the Anna and St. Clair train at this moment, so I was very, you know pleased with their developmental growth and very annoyed that this chapter had to be included. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, we get to Anna's birthday and her mother sends her a big box of Girl Scout cookies and she ends up like sharing these with the group and she ends up sharing, I think, a little bit with like Amanda, which is like the frenemy, like the enemy, like the... We hate her. We hate her kind of girl. And then, you know, they go to Meredith's room, they eat the milk, the cookies with milk and stuff, and then they decide to go out clubbing. And, you know, Anna gets drunk, St. Clair's a little drunk, they are dancing, and I'm pretty sure, like, grinding on each other on the dance floor in this club, Mm -hmm. and then Ellie's, like, roommate spots them, yells at St. Clair, and then St. Clair, you know, and Anna start, like, arguing, and then Anna's like, I never want to see you again, and then, like, St. Clair's like, I have to find Ellie, and I have to tell her, and I have to, you know, like, make up with her, and Mm -hmm. I was like, um, dude, like, obviously you want Anna, so just, like, use this as the catalyst and break it off. Mm-hmm. Which they don't. Which, again, so many freaking chances to break this off. So many. So many to break it off. And I'm so annoyed that they don't take any of them. So, that's the end of 75%, technically. Um, I don't I know. like this section of the book a lot. I don't know. I loved this, like, 75% just because of, like, the, like, Christmas break thing and then, like, her, like, getting drunk and then, like, finally, like, actually having some real, like, pushing to their relationship. I'm incredibly annoyed that they're still, that Ellie and St. Clair are still together. Mm -hmm. I'm incredibly annoyed that they haven't, like, broken up yet, even though they've had, like, a dozen chances to break up. Mm -hmm. St. Clair has had, like, a dozen chances. I'm so annoyed. I feel like I just forget that Ellie exists sometimes in this book. I feel like you do. Otherwise, I feel like you would have had way more issues with this. Because I have so many, like, issues and annoyance with St. Clair and Ellie still being a thing throughout this entire book. Like, I don't like it. I feel like, though, not that this excuses him, like, basically cheating on her, but I feel like their relationship is more, like, on the casual side. You know what I mean? They've been together for, like, three years. Two years. One year. One year. One year. No, they've been together for like two or three years at this point. I give you two max. It's not more than two, though. No, if you read it, because Rashmi and Josh started dating like the winter before this book, and then like Ellie, I don't have the book with me. Okay, you have to Google it then. (laughs) Because I swear it's one or two years. No. But I just feel like the way that he acts and the way that they interact is not like, a serious relationship. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't say, but, like, I'm 95% sure in the book, it's like, oh, yeah, 
St. Clair and because Meredith is like St. Clair and Ellie have been together for like ever. Like don't even attempt but you're it. In high because school, like, so like ever it was like six months. No, she was like they've been together for years. Okay. Pretty sure they got Anyways. together in like St. Clair's freshman year. Anyways. We're getting stuck Anyways. out of the nine point. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. We were just arguing arguing. <laughs> we were just arguing about it. Because we have to do like the last twenty five percent of the book now. Okay. Okay, guys, so um, this next section kind of opens with Anna and Rashmi talking about how she was drunk and the fight with St. Clair, and then Rashmi's like, oh yeah, like, you're not the only one with issues, and she starts talking about how stressed she is that, like, her and Josh are fighting all the time, and, like, her sister's in the wrong crowd, and her brother's being picked on, and, you know, like, Ellie was her best friend and Ellie has basically abandoned her and mm-hmm. they're not talking and she's very annoyed with this and then you know St. Clair shows up and they kind of you know make up a little bit and you know my favorite thing about this was Anna when she's mad at him she calls him St. Clair mm-hmm. which is technically his last name and when she's like friendly and she's like feeling it and she's like oh you're my best friend oh I'm in love with you she calls him NTN Mm -hmm. which just makes me super happy so in this moment she goes back to calling him NTN and then um St. Clair like reveals that him and Ellie haven't really been together since before like Thanksgiving and then you know Anna for whatever reason ends up dating Dave Mm -hmm. because and they like feel like she does it to piss St. Clair off Mm -hmm. so like Dave and her have a pop quiz. Dave's kind of trying to get her to cheat and tell him answers. And then, like, they get kicked out and they, like, go exploring or something. They just or they, go like, outside because it's a nice day. Yeah, they just, like, go outside and then, like, Dave starts kissing her. And St. Clair and Meredith, I think, see this. Mm-hmm. And then St. Clair is like, oh, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and he then, doesn't fit because he doesn't like Dave. Yeah, he doesn't like Dave. But I don't know if he doesn't like Dave because, like, Dave's, like, annoying shithead. Or if he doesn't like Dave because, like, Dave has shown interest in Anna. Both. <laughs> I mean, obviously both. But, like, I'm not sure which is, like, the main point. Mm. Um... You know, so after this kind of makeout session, they end up, like, actually dating, I think, for, like, a couple of weeks or yeah, maybe a week or two. it's not very long. And then they end up hanging out in Dave's room and, you know, one of his friends tries, like, pees in his shower in the dorm and honestly, guys, this... Oh, I'm so glad that when I was a freshman in college and lived in the dorms, I didn't spend, like, any time in the boys' dorms because I feel like this is something that they would do quite often. Ew. I feel like this is a thing that real boys do, and I'm just... It disgusts me so much, like... It's where you so I'm be really, clean, though. So I'm really glad that, like, I didn't have that experience of spending time in the boys' dorm because that's just... That doesn't sound fun. No. So then, at this point, like, Anna is very much like me. She's disgusted by this, and so she, like, gets up and she leaves, and then she starts panicking outside her bedroom door because she doesn't have her key. So St. Clair, like, sees her, and they end up, you know, going to, like, Nate, which is, like, the... 
It's like the RA, basically. Yeah, it's like the RA, like the resident advisor or whatever, and they get her, you know, a key, and then, you know, before, like, she had went to Dave's room, they had been, like, hanging out and studying, and she got this email about prom from Bridget, and it made her really sad. They're still kind of on the outs, like, they're still not talking, so... Anna, like, didn't respond, but, like, St. Clair noticed her getting teary-eyed at this email, and he, like, pressures her about it once they finally, like, get her back in her room, and so, you know, she tells St. Clair what's going on, and he kind of, like, makes her feel better about having to miss prom and everything. And then the next chapter kind of talks about St. Clair's mom being done with chemo, and he, she had, like, a CT scan, and the chemo's, like, not there, so they're, like, in a happy moment and so they decide to you know go celebrate at a park and at this park her and St. Clair finally kiss they finally have this magical moment where they're like making out by this like river thing and then Meredith finds them because Meredith guys actually has a crush on St. Clair and has had a crush on St. Clair for a little while I don't know if I mentioned that but, like, she does, and so Meredith finds them, and she's like, how could you? Like, I'm so upset with you, like, blah, 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 and runs away, and St. Clair, like, leaves Anna and, like, runs after her and chases her, and then... Anna's furious. <laughs> Anna is furious at this point. Like, obviously, like, I get why St. Clair chased after Meredith, and I do think that was the right call on St. Clair's part, because friendship should be valued above, like, all of this. They're all friends. Like, they should be a thing Mm -hmm. and so what I don't like is like she's like obviously trying to give them time and everything and then like he doesn't come back she doesn't see him for like the rest of the day Mm -hmm. and she like goes to try to apologize to Meredith and you know like she obviously like slams the door in her face but she also reveals that St. Clair ran off to go see Ellie which Anna's again furious and she's again I'm like very very upset I'm like oh my god seriously like you guys finally kissed and then you're gonna run to Ellie well St. Clair's technically like he's actually breaking up with Ellie at this point which I mean great fine but if you're gonna go break up with Ellie at least go tell the girl that you were making out with be like oh hey Anna you know what, we did something today and it made me realize that, hey, I need to go end this thing with Ellie. Like, I talked to Meredith and now I'm going to go talk to Ellie, but I just wanted to let you know that, hey, I'm going to go break up with her. I'm not, like, running back into her arms. True, but he's also 17 and a boy. I don't care. I feel like the fact that they are boys or that they're 17 should not excuse these things. But also I feel like for literary, like accuracy structure they had to yeah so you know she like tries to go to the bathroom and she's waiting in line and amanda you know the little enemy person starts making fun of her and calls her and like makes fun of her and then she calls meredith you know a dyke and anna gets very very upset with this term and she's very very upset and so she ends up you know Punching her. Punching her. And then, obviously... I was so satisfied at this I was, point. I love this. I was like, yes, Anna, let's go. Mm-hmm. So then, Anna ends up getting detention. Dave and Mike start trash-talking her. 
and then St. Clair, you know, hears Dave and Mike saying this, and then St. Clair ends up punching them. So it's just a punch fest at this point. It's great. Yeah. Tensions are running high. And so now they have, you know, detention together, and this is where they finally end up, like, talking. And Anna ends up stopping sitting with her friends because she thinks they're all mad at her because of how she upset Meredith. And then her and Rashmi actually talk and make up. And then, you know. She makes up with Meredith. She makes, she ends up making up with Meredith. And then Anna ends up, St. Clair ends up saying something to her about how he was afraid to be alone. And that's why he hasn't really, you know, talked about or broken up with Ellie. And, you know, he's like, you know, you were afraid to be alone too. Like you ended up making out with Dave and all this stuff and then Anna kind of you know takes this to heart and she ends up writing a letter to Bridget trying to mend their friendship and then she goes to the theater or something I don't know I think there's some in-between stuff that I didn't deem important so I didn't note it do you want me to throw it in <laughs> yeah okay so at this point Anna decides that she needs to go do some things in Paris that she wants to do before she leaves so she literally cannot wait any longer and she heads to Notre Dame and she sees point zero on the way and she's like why are you giving me that face because that's not this time that's oh what are you this. talking about you gave me a weird look, so I thought there was some stuff that I didn't throw in there. Oh, I thought this was... That's, that. like, the very end, dear. We're at the very end. No, we're not. We still have the point where, like, she sees him with his father, and, you know... Okay. Well, Anna comes out of the theater, and she sees St. Clair and his father talking, and she decides to eavesdrop. Obviously, St. Clair finds her. They have a conversation about St. Clair's father, and then she devises this plan to kind of play on St. Clair's father's ego and get him to let St. Clair go to Berkeley because St. Clair is going to go to the like art gallery that his father runs and he's going to tell everyone that he's so excited that his father is sending him to Berkeley and so obviously his father can't like correct this in front of anyone because obviously like that's not how society people act or something. He's just a very prideful man, and he yeah. really prides himself on keeping up appearances. Yeah. So then Anna ends up opening the love poetry book that St. Clair bought for her on Thanksgiving. She sees this, like, point zero like, stamp or something in it, and so that's when she has this, like, need to go to point zero. She has this need to go see all of the things in Paris that she hasn't seen yet, because at this point in the book, there's, like, three or four weeks left until graduation, and she's like... Like, I'm going to be leaving Paris soon. Like, I need to go do this. So she ends up going to Notre Dame, and she climbs the staircase. And then St. Clair sees her because he was at point zero making a wish for her. And he, like, overcomes his fear of heights and climbs up the stairs to Notre Dame. And oh, my lord. It's beautiful. Like, they have this, like, oh my god, like, conversation. And then St. Clair confronts her about why she lied to him over, like, in, by Halloween when he was drunk and he told her how he felt. And, you know, like, he's like, well, why did you lie to me and say that I hadn't said anything out of the ordinary? And she's like, well, you know, you just found out about your mom. You didn't need any 
you know, like, complications, and I, you just needed a friend, which, obviously, like, I agree with her. So then, you know, they kiss, they make up, Anna and St. Clair finally together, and then, you know, they gross out all of their friends. It tells, like, where everything, everyone's going to college, and, you know, that's kind of where it ends. Yes, it reveals that Anna and St. Clair are going to ride off into the sunset together to California. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so lay your rating on me. Uh, I feel like it's a three to like a three and a half. It's better than I thought you were going to give it. I mean, I feel like it's like maybe a solid three because like I did like the like premise of her being in a boarding school and I liked that they started out as friends and I liked the relationship that they built. I just wish that relationship that they were building hadn't been like like, if he had broken up with Ellie in, like, November, like, after Thanksgiving, I would have been, this would have been, like, a four and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, like, my issues with him doing everything that he did while still being in a relationship, regardless of the circumstances of his mom, definitely just, like, knock it down, like, an entire star. Yeah. And a half. Because I'm, like, that's not, like, I would, like, no. Like, that's not acceptable behavior. <laughs> I mean, I see where you're coming from, but I just love it so much, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I feel like it's a three and a half overall. Three, three and a half. Mm. Okay, I can live with that. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I feel like I just have some questions to ask you. I feel like we discussed pretty much everything, though. Mm-hmm. Well, the major points in the book. Mm-hmm. Would you attend soap? If I had, like, at least a year of French under my belt, I would. I would. I would love it. I think it would be great to attend a boarding school and study abroad. I think that'd be wonderful and amazing. Uh, I don't like that his fa- her father didn't give her a choice. Like, I feel like he oh, definitely yeah. did the right thing in sending her and letting her get, you know, more into it. But, like, I also just feel like... I feel like maybe they could have toured the school first, and then yeah, I feel like made the decision. Yeah. Although, I really hate that he did it for her senior year. I feel like he should have done it for, like, her junior year, or, like, her sophomore year, or, like, forced her to take French. Yeah, that would have been Like, her sense. junior year or something, and then made her go there her senior year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The fact that she had taken Spanish for, like, three years, I think. I feel like I would have wanted to find, like, a boarding school in, like, Barcelona or something. Yeah, that would have made a lot of sense. That she, like, could use Spanish in. Like, I feel like that would have been better. Yeah. No, I don't think I have anything else to ask you. I feel like we really discussed the book pretty well. I'm glad you enjoyed it, because we'll see more of Anna and St. Clair in the next book in this series, which is going to be Lola Lola and the the Boy Boy Next Next Door. Door. I think you're going to like this one, but I don't... Honestly, Anna and the French Kiss is my favorite. Lola is my second favorite and Isla is my third favorite. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. We got to see Isla a little bit in that little like punchy scene between Amanda and Anna and she seemed really sweet and I'm a little excited to like get to know Isla. She's not bad by any means, she's just not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's gonna wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you stay tuned for my next YA Rewind for New Moon and yeah, I think that's it for today.